You are listening to For Better Self and Net Worth. In this community, we think you'll find your self-worth comes before your net worth and everything else. We also think you were designed to go after the life you want by ditching societal norms, knowing exactly who you are as an individual, and going after your unique purpose here on this earth. Every week, Ella interviews an entrepreneur that designed the life they wanted among the challenges, naysayers, and leaving outside their comfort zone. Or you're going to hear straight from Ella, where she talks about the important lessons she's learned in life and how she's achieved the overall happiness she has. This is Ella, the host for Better Self and Net Worth. Based out of Nashville, Tennessee, she makes every single day an adventure. You'll always find her right here behind the microphone, sharing all her thoughts with all of you. And we appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode. And we are back after a week off. I'm really excited to have an amazing guest with me today. His name is Mike Arnold. Mike Arnold is the author of Slacking Off, A Successful Way of Working from Home. And this really spoke to me because I know many of you out there listening, you're self-motivated. You either have a job that requires you to work from home, you work from home some days, or if you're an entrepreneur, you're probably working from home most of the time anyway. And he's got a lot of great tips that he's going to share with us. So Michael, if you'll go ahead and introduce yourself, give us a background on yourself and what inspired you to write Slacking Off, A Successful Way of Working from Home. Absolutely, Ella. Thank you. Um, well, obviously, my name is Mike Arnold, and, and I wrote a book to help people who are working from home, whether they're an employee or an entrepreneur. I'm currently an entrepreneur, uh, work with a med tech company currently, and a lot of different businesses. Uh, my background uh, really is mostly sales, marketing, um, consulting, management, uh, was very early an entrepreneur in, in my own finance business for commercial financing, um, had to learn some ropes, learn all of the, the horrible things you go through when you're unorganized and uh, Think you know everything at an early age of, of being a, a business owner um, with a with a family, uh, and you know basically I, I've I've held pretty tight to kind of running my own schedule, uh, whether that was being an employee or uh, you know running my own business. I'm always you know investing into something or trying something new or looking for new flows of income. Um, so I would I consider myself a pretty a pretty busy entrepreneur, uh, although. You know, I'm always getting uh, offers to be an employee, and uh, that's that's something that's very interesting when you're an entrepreneur. How many people want to employ you all of a sudden, versus when you're not looking for that. Um, so anyway, and and really just, uh, I wrote this specifically for the person who, uh, whether they know it all or not, you know, to to help them manage their day and have a more efficient, uh, productive week and and get more out of life, basically. I love it. And that's something too, that I feel like a lot of people can relate to is that a lot of my listeners, entrepreneurs, they may be entrepreneurs and work full-time. They may be working full-time, be a student, finding ways to stay focused, Mm -hmm. staying on task. And we're also, also looking for multiple streams of income because I think recent times have taught us that 
you don't want to be relying on one strain of income and possibly have that pulled out from under you for that's something true. that's not at fault that yourself. Totally true. I am a firm believer in multiple flows of income, uh, you know, and I've always worked in that way. You know, I recently read a book from Grant Cardone called 10X, and he actually um, also has another book called A Millionaire Booklet. And he had a really good idea. He, he said, you know, try to make your income, your additional sources of income on what you're currently doing. So like if you're a bookkeeper, try to spin off something from bookkeeping, um, but still, you know, keep your main bookkeeping job or gig. Uh, if you're a realtor, spin off something where you can use those skills of what you do every day to make an additional source of income. And it actually, you know, when I look and see the most successful, happy people, that's where it actually statistically seems to be the case. There's, there's a lot of benefits doing that. Um, so, and then nowadays, like you said, completely a good idea. Um, leaving one source of income. Well, I, I mean, not for everybody, right. Is, you know, having multiple sources, but I certainly recommend, you know, any flow is a flow, you know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, a hundred bucks is, is a, uh, is a flow for sure. And it definitely helps. Strongly agree. Now, as far as working from home, finding a successful way, different ways work for different people. What are some of the distractions that you think readers struggle with to stay on task? Um, I think they're everyday problems that, and not even problems, just attention grabbers or stealers or, or thieves, you can call them. Uh, you know, social media, uh, games, you know, shopping, uh, email from your personal side of things, could be dating, could be kids, could be bills, could be vacations. The point is, I found myself getting distracted from things that when I really looked at them and confronted them. I, I, I didn't really need to be distracted. It was more of a welcoming. I was looking for anything to distract me from the mundane everyday things that I was doing. And, and I ended up obviously losing time because of it. So, you know, it could be really, I'd say that the main three, like social media, you know, um, maybe even your partner, depending on if you're, you're married or not, or, or you're in a relationship or not. Um, and, and, you know, shopping. I think a lot of us do a lot of shopping online nowadays. Yes. So, I mean, I, I think I surprise myself when I go a week without buying something from Amazon. Like, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's incredible. It's so convenient. Um, even light bulbs. It's like, oh, I'm not going to go to the store. I can save myself an hour of driving or 25 minutes of driving because I can just click a button, you know? So, and those things definitely take time no matter what, right? Some of us can multitask and and some of us can't, but I think all in all, there's a time and a place and um, there's going to be plenty of people that do things at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and, and they'll always be that way. And that's fine. This is just a way to help them to uh, restart and create still their own way of doing it, but uh, in a way that will make them faster and make them more efficient. I love it. And speaking of shopping for light bulbs, I think you can go down a rabbit hole there because you're like, oh, do I want energy saving light bulbs? Do I want a pink light bulb? Do I so, you want it to sing to me? Yeah. Do I want it to change colors? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Even if you say, well, you know, shopping on Amazon saves time, you don't know what rabbit hole you're going to go down because for me, <laughs> I'm all about getting the most out of any money that I spend. Yeah. Unless yeah. I'm splurging on coffee or a mattress or something like that, but you want to get the most out of your money. I'm not going to buy the first thing I see. 
I agree. I definitely think you should know what you're buying. That's that's totally true for food, for anything, really. So, so yeah, absolutely. It does take a little bit of time, no doubt. Yeah. But going back to distractions, your pets, I mean, when you're in your house, and that's something I saw during the pandemic when I was forced to work from home full time, was my house was my sanctuary. That's where I mm. went to get away from everything else. I have a place where I work out. I have, you know, I'm on the road a lot for my job. I have a place where I go and socialize, but my house is where I go to get away from it all. Curl up with a book. Yeah. It changed the way that I lived when I was forced to work from home full time. Oh yeah. Understatement. I'm sure for most people, I'm sure it was like, you know, all that energy from whatever it is you were doing at work, merging into your house, your living room, your, your bedroom, whatever. Uh, it definitely has, you know, it's funny. I, uh, I have a, a rule that I don't have any phones or computers or any, any electronics in my bedroom at night. And um, it's one that I'm pretty unique for in, in my group, right? Not even, I have, I have two uh, children as well. One that's a teenager, uh, well, they're both teenagers. One's, one's an adult almost basically. And, uh, and they don't follow it. N- none of their friends follow it. None of my friends follow it. But for me, it's like the ultimate thing because I do so much in my own room, in my own house, in my own space. Um, and that's, that's a, it's a big, big deal for me, for sure. So I can only imagine for somebody who, who doesn't have training on how to kind of relieve those things, how bad that, that could potentially be. There's another book I reference at the end of my book called Problems of Work. That's really amazing about that. It's really amazing about helping you separate from, you know, having that cross almost contaminating energy of whatever you're dealing with at work at home. And even if you're tired from working somewhere else, it's, it's amazing stuff, like simple stuff that's just so uh, logical, you know, and, uh, and it's like, huh, I never really thought about that that way or whatever. And, and uh, that's always helped me a lot for sure. Do you think more people working from home, do you think that's more beneficial for companies as well? I do. And I'll tell you why. Uh, and this is the darker side of it all, right? Uh, you know, when you, I think deep down people are good, right? That's a, that's a belief I subscribe to. Um, and so I think most people are, are just inherently good, right? So, so when a company sends an employee to work from home, that employee tends to work more because they don't have somebody watching them. So they don't really know what is enough. And uh, that is to the company's benefit, but to the employee's detriment, because the employee will work themselves to death. And that's actually another point to this whole system. And so this whole process is, you know, don't start with your work tasks first, start with your personal things first, fulfill yourself personally first in your daily things that you do so that you can face yourself on a, on a business perspective. Right. Instead of in the middle of the day playing a video game or doing whatever it is you do to relieve your stress, handle that early or first thing in the morning, or at least have a time that you know is your time and let no one invade that time, you know, so that that you can get that release. You know what I mean? And not be a part of the overworking population. And and again, just to be a little bit uh, contradicting, just a slight, I am also all for somebody working seven days a week if it is something that, that doesn't feel like work for them. You know what I mean? That's a whole different ball game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of things that I've done that make me money that do not feel like work. That's right. 
Wow. I think it's, I think it's very important to enjoy what you do for a living. I mean, you may not enjoy it all the time, each time, but you have to get just as much as like getting paid and benefits and all that jazz. You have to have job satisfaction. Oh yeah. There's no doubt about that. That's, I mean, you know, some would consider you lucky, you know, to have, you know, a lot of things that you, you can do that make money and, and uh, doesn't feel like work. I mean, that's, Definitely depends on what you're doing, right? Uh, I mean, I certainly have things like that, like, you know, writing the book actually felt like work for me um, because I'm not a writer. Um, I mean, I'm an author at this point, right? But, but it took a lot of like force and it took a lot of scheduled time and I had to follow the, the roadmap of my own book in order to complete the book because I, as you confront your schedule and confront your time and you become owner of it all, more things come in the way and try to take your time immediately like oh yeah this more important thing this bigger mountain this bigger thing is now trying to take more time because it's almost it's like this odd reverse thing occurring you know in in life right you say you're not an author but you wrote the book anyway that's right that's right so I'm an author at this point but uh, but I definitely hadn't thought I would write a book I I just saw all the successes and failures over the course of 10 to 15 years and said, wow, I, I can't believe how well I remember these things. So I should put this in a book for people so they don't fall into the same trap or at least help them out of, you know, current traps of time or priority or starting to let their stats go down in, in business or whatever it is they're facing with their friends, their family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because there are, I mean, when I first started, I work a remote job. I don't work. Now I have one day a week where I work only from my house. And, and I love it. I, I love just kind of having my own time, being able to set it, having ownership over it. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like I'm an entrepreneur. But I also know the struggles of it when we you know, during the lockdowns, I couldn't go out and visit accounts. So I had to find a way to, you know, and I was on the phone all day, had to find a way. I basically turned one of my guest rooms into an office, the guest room. That's actually turned into a podcast studio later on, (laughs) (laughs) but having to turn that into an office and getting used to it. And then when I was used to working from home all day, it was almost like a slow peel getting back into yeah. the field. Oh, I can imagine. Probably very, very uh, off-putting in the beginning. You know, probably like, oh, I don't know. As it was when you first probably started to do more homework. Yeah. Uh, you know, I definitely can imagine that. So what, what would you say, like, uh, you know, like, do you face any particular challenges being a remote employee that's similar to being, to when you were working at home all the time? I think... I've been doing it for so long. I did it for another company for five years. I've been in my current position for four and a half years. I've been doing it for so long. I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I went back for a while to work in an office for my dream job in advertising. And I remember feeling like a lot of time was wasted mm-hmm. looking for things to do, looking for a way to make myself productive. Because when I was, you were at home, when, when I was, or when I was working in an office. Oh, when you were working in an office. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. It's been a long time for me. So I, I, it's tough to, 
to uh, to go back that long, but I can I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that because you know you're not out and about doing things, right? Yeah, and I huh. also wonder the company invests so much into an office environment. How much money would they save just letting people work from home? Absolutely. I mean, it's certainly. I mean, I, I when I work for Cox Enterprises, I mean, they're a they're a multi billion dollar private company, um, and they spent a lot of time and money with remote employees, you know, working from home. I worked with them for a good, almost seven years. And that was a, a big, big process. As a matter of fact, they, they were part of the, they, they made a foundation of, you know, you can be better managing your work life. It wasn't really that they really did an amazing job of it. They definitely did better than most, but it was just the, the fact that they put it out there, that that's, that was something was was probably the best thing I'd ever seen. And if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have discovered the things that I have created to to keep myself in line, right? Working from yeah. home and being able to do more. And you've covered that the best way to work from home is knowing yourself, being able to invest into yourself. Are there any other tips you'd like to share with us? Oh, there's tons. I mean, um, you know, I think the the number one thing for for any person to do is to frequently look and say, okay, what are my actual stats? And what I mean by stats are what is it that, that prove I'm doing well versus not? And understanding that there are particular things that, that can be done to make you better in any particular area. You know, like I, I frequently, I like to compete with friends, family, no matter who, right? I love to compete. Um, but I can't lose sight of the fact that I'm always competing with myself really because I'm trying to do better than I did the day before or the hour before, whatever it is. Um, and I think that's something that becomes a fun game when you do it intelligently. And it's, it's you know, never, never really stop growing. I mean, there's a lot of different philosophies on learning and, and becoming better. You know, I learn, I study every single day, every single day. I do not go a day without studying. It's, it's not possible. I read every day, I study every day. Um, I listen to something, I try to evolve in some form or fashion, my knowledge, whether that's spiritually, whether that's, you know, uh, investment wise, whether that's just on a particular subject. Um, and it, it's really, really, really important. I think there's a large amount of fulfillment. Um, it would be almost one of the pillars of life in order to, to gain something that you really do understand and, and know you understand it and can apply it, um, whether that's, again, any hobby or whatever it is. Um, I think that's a really important aspect that if you're too busy uh, for that, then I believe you're managing your day wrong and your priorities are out. And that's a bold statement, right? Because I'm calling out the people who aren't doing it, uh, especially those who aren't working out when they know they should or whatever the case is. You know, like I work in medicine and, and so I talk with doctors every day almost. Um, and out of thousands of doctors, uh, you know, exercise and diet, right? This is the number one thing they mentioned, but it's more exercise than what you currently do, not exercise and diet. It's more than what you do and better than what you currently eat that got you into a situation where you need it. So, so that's like, those are the little intricacies that matter and, and putting exercise into your day or putting reading into your day. That's what creates you as a foundational person as a being and being able to be yourself to the fullest degree possible. Um, at least until you achieve amazing levels of spirituality or awareness that, that makes you bypass all those things, you know what yeah. I mean? 
So, so it's a, it's a big, big deal. Um, and in our times right now, like, I mean, look at us, look at America, look at the world right now. Like we're shifting massively. Um, there's a lot of right things happening right now, which is amazing. Um, there's definitely, some, yeah, the awareness level is just fantastic and people are ready. They're ready for new ways of doing things that are more logical and, and they're willing and more open than ever before because they're sick of what has existed prior. And I think we get there by not progressing, not foundationally building ourselves, you know, these things I'm talking about. So it kind of still points back to my book a little bit. So I guess ultimately the, the best advice I can give you is read my book, do the exercises, create your own version of it at the end. That yeah. would be the absolute best tip. Um, I haven't had anybody yet go through it all the way telling me that they didn't gain something or some sort of time perspective realization. Um, I love it. I love hearing about it, you know, and that's, that's obviously why I did write it in the first place. I love that. And your last statement about evolving, constantly learning, that is why I started this podcast. That's why you're a good ah, fit for the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We agree. Yeah. Well, tell us where we can find your book. Is it audiobook, paperback book? Tell us where cool. we can find slacking off a way of working from home, a successful way of working from home, and how we can continue to support you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so Amazon is really the only place that, that I have it. It's uh, digital. You can do it on Kindle. Um, yeah. And I believe if you have Kindle, it's free. Um, or you can purchase a paperback copy. I didn't spend a lot of time on the, the cover or anything like that. It's really more the content that matters for me. Um, and of course you can find me on, uh, Twitter slacking off book. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and that is where, uh, you know, you can support, I'm going to come out with a class for people who have read the book so they can go through the exercises as well. It's coming very soon. Um, so I'll be putting that probably on Udemy, the platform udemy.com. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, feel free to send me comments or anything like that and, and link up and make any suggestions. I'd I, I love feedback for sure. I can include your information in the show notes so everybody can find you and also become better employees, entrepreneurs, right from the comfort of their home. Beautiful. And better at slacking off, right? Yes. It's much better than slacking off. <laughs> right. Well, All right. You. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. I'm so glad to have you on today. Oh, thank you, Ella. I appreciate it. You are listening to For Better Self and Net Worth. In this community, we think you'll find your self-worth comes before your net worth and everything else. We also think you were designed to go after the life you want by ditching societal norms, knowing exactly who you are as an individual, and going after your unique purpose here on this earth. Every week, Ella interviews an entrepreneur that designed the life they wanted among the challenges, naysayers, and leaving outside their comfort zone. Or you're going to hear straight from Ella, where she talks about the important lessons she's learned in life and how she's achieved the overall happiness she has. This is Ella, the host for Better Self and Net Worth. Based out of Nashville, Tennessee, she makes every single day an adventure. You'll always find her right here behind the microphone, sharing all her thoughts with all of you. And we appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode.